0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes. I am your host, Mike Catron, and as always, joining me is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Uh, not much, man. How's it going? It's going all right. The, uh, the Bulls kept the streak alive tonight, 18-0 and on TNT at home. No big deal. The best streak in all of basketball. Dating back to when? Um, like five seasons ago. They should have all their games on TNT. You think they can strike a deal with them? Um, yeah, if TNT ever. If TNT had the rights to the finals, I'd put some money on the Bulls winning the whole thing. But um, <laughs> they don't, and the Bulls will be lucky to get out of the first round.
1: No, nope. Bulls are going all the way, Mike. Just to make you happy.
0: I'm well, calling. if we, pl- I mean, if we if we play a team that's better than five hundred, we're more likely to win. That's how the Bulls have been. They. A couple games, weeks ago, maybe last earlier this week, even uh, they're the only team that has a better a winning record against plus five hundred teams and a losing record against some five hundred teams. So they're
1: going to win, man. They're going to win the whole championship then, because every team they play in the playoffs is going to be over five hundred, right?
0: Well, yeah, especially if we go against uh, Toronto, we own Toronto, but they just don't they just don't match up well. Uh, that, the Jimmy just shuts down DeRozan. There's nothing else they can do.
1: Well, they got Serge Ibaka now, so maybe maybe Ibaka slips
0: Toronto past them. I ain't worried about. I ain't worried about Serge Ibaka. <laughs> we got we got no defense playing Bobby Portis. <laughs> we got Paul are hitting clutch threes. Portis's crazy eyes are going to scare Ibaka off the court, man. I guarantee it. He scares me out of the out of the United Center.
1: So, how was the game? Did you go to a game?
0: Oh no, I'm going to the game on uh, on Saturday. On Saturday. On
1: Saturday. Oh, I thought it you is... were going to one before that even.
0: No, nah, it's the official Fire Garpacks game, protest game.
1: That's right. It's not till Saturday. I'm looking forward to hearing the story about that and how how loud and crazy it gets in there.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing it's not gonna be crazy, but I hope I hope it gets a little rowdy. I hope uh, some chants start. I hope. I mean, we'll have to be like getting our our ass kicked by the Clippers for it to work. Because if we're winning, people aren't going to be like, all right, let's gang up on Garpax. Um And we win against teams that have a plus 500. You know, this, this smells like a game we will win.
1: So what you're saying is they should have done it against, like, the Brooklyn Nets, so that way they would have lost,
0: and then it would have worked. Oh, yeah. People would have been like, yeah, let's get rid of everybody. We, we lost to the, the Nets. Like, just fire everybody. Fire the team. Fire Fred Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg is the worst. He's got terrible interviews. I'm trying to start a rumor that Fred Hoiberg is a hologram. He's not even a, he's not even a real person. He's the most boring dude. He's a, he's a, he's a hologram programmed by Garpax. That's my new my new rumor. Spread it around.
1: <laughs>
0: Fred Hoiberg may be the worst coach in the NBA. Uh, he's he's in the running. That's for sure. All right, well, let's let's get to the fantasy news because uh, quite a bit has happened since one day. Um, something always happens. I think every week I'm always wondering, like, I wonder what we'll talk about in the second show of the week, and uh, something always happens every time. So it's always a busy fantasy week. It feels like Um, the big news, the giant news, is uh, the injury to Kevin Durant. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say Matt Barnes is going to become a player.
0: Oh well, we'll get we'll get right into. I mean that, that leads right into the resurgence of Matt Barnes. Who I think was fantasy relevant at one point already this year, surprisingly.
1: Um, and he definitely was last year on the the
0: Grizzlies, who had no one left. Yeah, that was a that was a fun team. They were winning games they shouldn't have been winning either. That was kind of a weird. No, time. I mean, like no players you could name. Like Matt Barnes was their superstar man. I mean, does does he know why Sacramento waived Matt Barnes?
1: Um, basically just a tank. Like, they have 84 shooting guards and small forwards, and so he was the old man, and they, I mean, they basically <coughs> were going to try to play some younger guys. So what was the point?
0: Well, I hope it backfires. I hope they end up giving that pick to the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Katie is injured. Um, Matt Barnes only played about 12 minutes tonight, so I don't think he's going to be the, the beneficiary of – KD going out, and this is a really bad game. They played the Bulls, and the Bulls, like I said, undefeated on TNT for eighteen games. So you know, never, never bet against that ever. And I mean, Steph Mike, shot did you place horribly. a big wager on tonight's game? I might or might not have had a little bit of money on the fact that the Bulls are undefeated. I mean, you can't go against the TNT. We we got the streak better than that. uh That Miami streak that the the Chicago Bulls also busted. Nobody else. Um, They
1: you probably could have made some good money tonight betting on the Bulls. They were probably a pretty heavy dog in that game. Yeah, I wouldn't
0: I wouldn't doubt it. Um, The Warriors shot horribly. They actually shot thirty eight percent. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are definitely going to benefit from KD being out. I think Draymond kind of keeps doing what Draymond does just because I don't think his role really changes too awful much. He might shoot a few more threes. But you could tell that Curry and Thompson have gotten really, really used to um, Kevin Durant spreading the floor out for them. They, really, they haven't had to work as hard as they had to last season to get open and to get shots and to make their shots. And tonight really showed that. And that will all change. So I don't really think you're going to swindle anybody into uh, trading you Clay and definitely not uh, Steph Curry, but uh, if you can try to get Clay after this uh, pretty really poor f- performance, I would I would try to buy low on on Clay Thompson because Clay Thompson is going to move back into his role of uh, of what KD kind of overlapped. KD was the guy spotting up threes and, and taking a lot of shots, and uh, I think Clay Thompson's usage is going to go up with KD out. Well, and and then.
1: One of the huge things about Clay Thompson is the really good percentages that he gives you. Um, and, I mean, he's really about the same numbers that he was last year. I mean, they're almost identical. It's it's really crazy. Um, you would think that with KD there, he would have lost a little bit more. But, I mean, he took 17.3 shots last year. This year, it's 17.2. He took 8one three-point attempts last year. This year, it's at 8. Um, and then he actually is shooting a – a little bit more free throws. He had 2.8 attempts last year, 2.9 a game this year. Um, Rebound numbers, 3.8 last year, 3.7 this year. Assists are the same at 2.1. Steals the same at .8. And as far as points go, 22.1 this year, 21.9. So, I mean, I think he is what he is. Um, He's, I think, a little always underrated in fantasy just because he doesn't do anything that's super sexy other than shoot threes and score. And the percentages really make a big difference for him.
0: Yeah, those help a lot, and um, I I I like Clay uh, stock going a little bit up just because they got they got to find someone who's going to take, um, Kevin Durant's possessions and scoring, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that does help. Don't don't look at tonight as an example of anything, uh, because you can't you just can't beat the Bulls at home on TNT. <laughs> well, and
1: he just couldn't find his shot tonight. I mean,
0: it was. Nobody could. There was, But I watched the whole game. Believe me, there were plenty of wide-open threes for the Warriors. They just they couldn't hit any of them.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Um, are you interested in, in Andre Iguodala, Patrick McCall, who started tonight? Any of these guys uh, in deeper leagues striking your No, I mean,
0: actually, in deeper leagues, um, I don't know how Iguodala would um, – get too many more minutes. But I am interested in the start with from Patrick McCaw. He played 28 minutes. I don't think he's probably owned in even uh, some of the more big or deep leagues. He has been averaging uh, 13 minutes a game this season. And uh, tonight, played 28 minutes, had 11 points, two assists, two steals, and a block. So kind of filled it up across the board. Also hit a three. It does seem like Kerr, being um, a patron, um, well, a student of Popovich, knows that this is the perfect opportunity to take a raw young talent that might be needed in a you know a critical ten minutes of the playoffs and just shove him into the starting lineup, let him run, let him play. And actually, McCall played pretty well against the Bulls. Uh, he he shot well. He was uh, he's kind of long. He had a few he had a, a block that was pretty nice uh, he gave uh, Jimmy Butler a few problems even and um, I think he's gonna get a lot more minutes so if you're in a deeper league I'm picking him up if standard leagues I'm not really uh, I'm not really too excited about him at all because I just don't think he's consistent enough and really when you look at his across the board stats, he's he's not wowing me anywhere um, maybe in 30 minutes he could be a Block steel guy, but even that I think is a stretch uh, to even to come close to that. So, David League, stay away. Anything over fourteen team, I would I would pick up McCall.
1: I'm with you. Um, I think he's an interesting guy, kind of in dynasty leagues too. Where I mean, if he ever gets a big role, um, he could be something. And so um, he's got a lot of role tools. That I, I mean, I think you can see him when he plays. Like, oh man, if he he kind of harnessed that ability there, he he could be interesting, and so if I'm a rebuilding team, this is the kind of guy I buy and just hope and prayer that it, it turns into some.
0: Yeah, I think if you're in like a, a very stacked dynasty league, because you gotta you gotta think this could be quite a few years. You got to be in a pretty deep t- uh, league with a lot of teams or a lot of roster spots for him to matter in dynasty. Um, it's going to be hard for him to bust into that starting lineup over the next three to four years, but the talent—I mean, the talent might be there—and uh, I guess over the next, I guess month, really, because that's how long Kevin Durant is. That's when he'll be reevaluated in a month. So, um, over the next month, you're going to see whether or not mccall has got anything.
1: So, are you dropping him in a standard league,
0: Katie? In a playoff league, yeah, um, I think you have to. Unless you're in first place by a lot, I think you have to. Um, really, how many games is he going to play? Two weeks of games, even is what, like five games? He's is he even going to play that?
1: He's being reevaluated, right? Right. So that usually means it's another at least week or two before he plays.
0: Re-evaluated yeah,
1: evaluated means he doesn't do anything for 4
0: weeks. And Golden State's smart. They're not like Oklahoma City who's going to throw KD right back in there so he reinjures, you know, whatever he just injured four or five times and have some Podunk OK City uh surgeon go in there and botches foot surgery or whatever. They're not that's not how things roll in the Bay, right? They actually have uh, it's uh, you know there's a, there's a few uh, uh nicer schools in California. Let's put it that way. And uh, I'm sure the doctors are top-notch for a, an organization like that. So they are – I'm guessing – I don't know if KD even comes around – is in the first round of playoffs. If I'm if I'm Golden State, I'm holding him out until he's fully healthy because all that matters is getting the finals and beating um, the Chicago Bulls in the finals. I don't think they use him until they need him. <clears throat> yeah. Just like uh, Curry last year when Curry was uh, injured. A lot of people overlook the fact that – uh when curry was a god last year. Uh he got hurt and really hasn't been the same since. And he wasn't the same in the playoffs. A lot of people want to be, oh, you know, he was back, he was fine. No, nah, that he was hurt. Yeah, no, I think he was he was pretty banged up. Let's um move on to some more news. The signing of two people actually, one being uh I think we we talked about in the last episode, Darren Williams one and we have Brandon Jennings, who was waived from the Knicks for unknown reasons. is It looks like he's going to be signed by the Wizards. Um, Darren Williams actually has a game under his belt. Jennings doesn't. Are you interested in either one of those guys in the Standard League? No. I mean, I, th- I think we saw
1: it. He got 24 minutes in that first game, Darren Williams, and, and I think we said last time he needed – between 28 and 30 minutes to be standardly relevant. And I just, I don't really think he gets it. And I mean, is Brandon Jennings going to play over John Wall or Bradley Beal? I mean, like they do need a guard. Um, And so if you're like in an assist team in like a 14 team league, I mean, maybe you pick up Brandon Jennings. I mean, he's always been good, pretty good for assists, but I just don't really see him getting that many minutes.
0: Yeah, in fact, I don't see their roles changing. If anything, you got to see how Brandon Jennings, what his um, minutes are going to be. Wizards do need a backup point guard, though. Um, and in a backup situation, Jennings was a good streamer for head-to-head leagues, if you, especially if he needed assists for the week. So I think that role kind of still fits for Brandon Jennings. And uh, Darren Williams probably drops from someone who, when he was playing plus you know, plus 30 minutes, he was a, a borderline sp- you know, someone you could have on a roster in a standard league, I think he turns into a streamer as well. Kind of, I don't know, who would you rather stream, if you're looking for assists, you know, next week, who would you rather stream, Darren Williams or Brandon Jennings?
1: If I'm just looking (laughs) for assists, um, probably probably Brandon Jennings because I think, like, he's going to have the ball in his hands a little bit more, whereas the Cavs have a few more guys that they can actually let initiate the offense.
0: Was if you just needed just all around like kind of a – you need all the stats. You, you, you kind of need um, just a guy to, to fill in, and you need threes, and you need steals, and you need assists, you need rebounds reval- you need everything.
1: That's yeah, probably Darren Williams. Um, I think Darren Williams is a better fantasy player if you give – if you put them in the same minutes in the same situation. But obviously, I mean, that's that's a hypothetical.
0: I would agree, um, unless Jennings gets weird. So you got a a bigger variance, you know. If (laughs) if Jennings gets real weird, he can uh, suddenly drop 22 for no reason out of an eight assist out of nowhere. Uh, Darren Williams is going to be a little bit more consistent. I like to call
1: that the Mo Williams special. Getting weird? Yeah, because you know he'd always have a game where he'd drop like 40 points, and you're like, wait, didn't he play like five minutes in the last game? How did Mo Williams drop a 40
0: Yeah, whatever happened to Mobile Williams? Um, he was mm, going to play, and
1: then, no, he was going to play this year for the Cavs, and then he was like, no, I don't think I'm going to play now, and I guess he just decided to retire.
0: He's like, I'm good.
1: I don't think he needs the money. He doesn't want to win the ring, so he's out. He's out of the tournament. Wow.
0: That is a, that's a shame. He's, he's not
1: even that old. He's only 34, man. he could He could be back next year.
0: You think the Cavs retire Mo Williams' jersey?
1: No, but I think he comes back next year and he gets weird. One last game, he
0: gets weird on us. I think he gets weird, but he gets weird for, like, the Timberwolves for some, somehow.
1: <laughs> hey, man, he played oh, for really? the Timberwolves in 2014,
0: 2015. Don't hate. Oh, that's true. I, I, I think that's the, the uh, f- where I connected the dots there.
1: He has a great basketball reference nickname, too.
0: What, uh, what is it? The Hitman. No one has ever called him that. <laughs> Dude, maybe, yeah.
1: I just did, man. I just did
0: it. No one has ever called him the hitman.
1: <laughs> Dude, he does get weird, man. You gotta admit, he's he's the king getting weird.
0: Maybe maybe this was like a nickname on the plane. Because I mean, he's like blowing up the bathroom on the plane. It's like, oh the hitman got him again. Dude got he us was a, again. He was an all-star. Uh he was? Well, uh, I mean, LeBron yeah. made him an all-star. See, this this goes back to my theory about why the, the East is so terrible that uh, during LeBron's career, the East has been so bad, there hasn't there hardly been any really good teams or really great superstars that LeBron's had. And this that, that proves my point. If Mo Williams is in an all-star game in the East, that's how bad the East has been. Terrible. Oh, the,
1: the East there for a few years was, it was like, okay, well... Name the team LeBron is on is in the finals, um, and it wasn't even like a competition for yeah. five after, years. In
0: the after the um, the Boston Big Three kind of uh, went their separate ways, and then LeBron started playing with all the other superstars in the East. Uh, you know, buddying up in Miami. There was no, there was nobody else. You know, Derek Rose got injured. Dwight Howard got injured, and then he went to the West Western Conference. I don't know why any of those big Western Conference guys don't just come to the East and dominate.
1: They're afraid of LeBron, I guess. I mean, that's the only thing I can think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'd like to take a moment now to talk about our sponsor, NoHalftime.com. If you haven't heard about NoHalftime.com, it's a pretty cool mobile app for fantasy sports. Basically, NoHalftime allows you to create a player versus player challenge in most of the major sports. So NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL... And the PGA, you can basically do anything. You could take uh, Raymond Felton versus Garrett Temple, and whoever ends up having the best night wins. It's a it's a pretty simple concept, but there's basically endless possibilities, endless uh, combinations you could actually come up. It's a uh, different than other traditional fantasy services because your lineup really just consists of one player, not a whole team. Where you're going against a ton of people, you're you got one player versus one person. If you like. Uh, betting on fantasy sports especially the nba go ahead and go to no halftime.com right now and use the promo code boxes that is b-o-x-e-s to get started today so we're gonna go we've got a new segment for everybody um which might be a reoccurring segment depends on uh depends on how well, it goes, and really it depends on how many guys fit into this category. Uh, this new segment is called "Are They for Real?" And during the oh you wait, know, you
1: gotta you gotta play the drop for the new segment. Come on.
0: Oh, uh, are they for real? There it is. is I love segment. it. Yeah, I'm sick. That was a really piss poor. So, um, I, I phoned in the drop. The um, kind of the the second half this last part of the season is, gets really interesting and for me it gets really interesting because i'm um, usually half of my leagues i'm preparing for next year because i'm already out and the other half of the leagues i'm trying to get to the playoffs so there's like good guys to watch for and there's like lots of weird rookies who will start playing a lot more minutes um really got to figure out are these guys for real and uh this guy's not a rookie in fact i thought this guy was out of the league but over the last you know Handful of games. He's looked pretty good. He's on the Denver Nuggets, a team full of young talent. His name is Jameer Nelson. Is Jameer Nelson for real? Um, in the
1: sense that when he plays thirty minutes, he's probably worth <laughs> rostering in a standard league. I mean, yeah. For real. Um they he actually missed the last game. Um and they started Jamal Murray, and I was super pumped. And then Jamal Murray didn't didn't really show out too much, <clears throat> which was disappointing. But, uh, I mean, I think if he gets 30 minutes, he's going to be worth be- owning.
0: So do you think Denver, a team, quite frankly, not going anywhere, um, is going to spend the rest of the season playing Jameer Nelson, a 35-year-old um former Orlando magic superstar that's generous um 30 minutes a game or more than 30 minutes a game when they have um a lot of young talent on that team that they really kind of need to figure out what they got
1: well I mean they're pushing for the playoffs and is anyone else on their roster a a true point guard who can make a shot? Well, because allegedly got
0: Emmanuel Moudier was a, a point guard at one point. But he can't make a shot. No. And
1: Jamal Murray's shooting. not a
0: real Jamal Murray's not a real point guard.
1: Really? Right, he's miscast as a point guard and, and so is Gary Harris and, and so is anyone else on the roster. So I think, What about
0: uh, Nikolai uh Jokic. He's kind of I a mean, point guard.
1: He's like Giannis he's a, three point oh. And they, they run the ball through him a lot, but I think they, they want someone who can bring the ball up the floor, who can, you know, get the team into their offense, so to speak. And, I mean, I think Moutier is just not that guy. And so, I mean, you're seeing Moutier get kind of cast to the side. And as long as they're competing for the playoffs, I think they're going to give Nelson a decent amount of minutes.
0: Yeah. Um, I would hope Jamal Murray gets a, a lot more minutes down the stretch. At some point, they're going to have to – Realize they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, I would say Dimmer's not making the playoffs. So I'm going to go out on crazy limb. But with the lack of really anyone else to take that spot, I guess Jameer Nelson, I mean, he was out last game, and Emmanuel Moutier, Moutier played 17 minutes, a little over 17 minutes. So they're out, they're done. They're done with Moutier. They're tired of him. He just doesn't have it. And um, I guess we're saying uh, – Jameer Nelson is for real. Yeah. And
1: in my Dynasty League, I'm trying to bally Jamal Murray at any discount of a price after he had a. Uh, he started, and I mean, he, he did good in the blocks and steals, but he kind of did, didn't shoot the ball that well, and he only scored 10 points. And if I can get him any cheap, or than I could have two days ago, I'm, I'm buying him.
0: Yeah. And um, I would agree with that, especially in a Dynasty League. He should be on the team right now, uh, no matter what. The. Uh, with Jameer, be ready to drop him if he is uh, suddenly starts playing, you know, twenty two minutes a game. I his value does come from the fact that he's playing starters minutes, and uh, a little bit of hit really anywhere drop I think puts him in the drop zone where he's really not fancy relevant in a standard league. But until then, ride, ride that uh ride that Jameer Nelson. Who would have thought I would say right. that in two thousand seventeen? And
1: I think you could see an injury, too, if they keep playing in big minutes. I mean, he's 35, and he's never been the healthiest man to begin with. So um, if that happens, be ready to cut.
0: So we got another candidate, the Are You For Real? And are you You for real segment? Are you for real? That's pretty good. I like that drop. Are you for real? Is this guy for real? This guy, kind of tall. Kind of like he kind of played for Wisconsin at some point in his life. Frank Kaminsky.
1: Is this guy for real? In what sense are you asking the question?
0: Is this guy a consummate, standard, like he's going to be a standard league relevant guy the rest of the year? He's going to be a standard league guy next year? How um, How for real is he? Is he, is he not for real at all? Is he kind of real? Is he real for the next couple of weeks? Or is he for real for the next couple years?
1: Okay, so if he gets 30 minutes a game, I, I'm, I'm probably owning him in the standard league. Um, as maybe my 10th best player, maybe my 11th or 12th or 13th best player. Um but I don't think he's going to keep getting the thirty minutes once Cody Zeller gets back healthy. Here,
0: now, I knew I knew your Cody, your love for Cody Zeller would would cloud your judgment with Frank Kaminsky. I knew it.
1: At best, I see him kind of chopping the pot. I mean, I don't I don't see Frank Kaminsky playing thirty and Zeller playing eighteen the rest of the season. I just don't see it happening.
0: Well, Frank, Frank the Tank is um, playing pretty well. Playing more than well. I think if I'm in a standard league uh, with the amount of minutes this guy's playing, with the way he's shooting, with the, uh, the rebounds he brings in, he should be on. I mean, he's kind of a weird big man. He, he hits a lot of threes, but he also gets solid rebounds. And that come, that combination is pretty rare. He doesn't get those, you know, those special count, those counting stats that we like steals and blocks. But right now today he is for real. How long he stays real. I think is the real question. I I said real a lot
1: though. I will say this. In the month of January, okay, when Cody Zeller was healthy, 22.4 minutes for Frank, shot 40%, 88% from the free throw line, made 1.4 threes, 3.3 rebounds, 1.6 assists, 0.9 steals, 0.3 blocks, 9.1 points. You owning that? Ooh. Probably not. That's all I'm saying. I, I just don't think it's lasting that much longer. Cody Zeller but played this, the last two games. Where, but
0: where is Cody Zeller? His whole leg – his leg almost fell off from what the last time I – last reports were his leg was barely holding on.
1: We, we talked um, about this, how he had a bruise and he missed, like, a month. So I don't – he must have taken the world's hardest fall. Like, he must have fell off the Empire State Building onto just his thigh.
0: What do you – what do you think – The tallest building in Charlotte. How tall is that building? Like Uh, six stories? He fell off a six-story building.
1: Just on his thigh, though. Nothing else got hurt. Just his thigh got really bruised. Yeah. And, I mean, he's finally playing after. He literally missed like a month of action with that injury. I I don't know how.
0: No, he he actually played tonight. You're right. He he played played the last
1: two games. He played the last game before that, too.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: He's played eighteen and twenty-four minutes in the last two games, and I think he's ramping back up to
0: his pretty
1: close to thirty. Eight.
0: he's not he's not starting. Looks uh, Frank Frank Kaminsky the third starting. I know, but he's been on a minutes limit, which
1: it, they said it was twenty minutes on Tuesday when he came back. He was only going to play twenty minutes, but tonight he found his way into twenty-four. So I don't know what's going on there.
0: Well, looking at looking at the kind of fantasy line Cody Zeller can put up for me. <laughs> And That kind of fancy line that Frank, Frank the Tank, could put up for me. I would much rather, if I'm a fantasy guy, I'd much rather have Frank the Tank at 30 minutes than Cody Zeller at 30 minutes. Would you I'm disagree? With you.
1: I'm with you, but uh, fantasy players don't get to play coach.
0: <laughs> no, not unless you are the owner of the Kings. You do not get to. Uh, you do not get to play coach. Um, and Cody Zeller does do the uh, the counting stats that we like. That he gets a one and one, a steal, and a block a game. Really, really nice. But the the fact that Frank can hit threes, uh, pro- probably out rebound Cody in the same amount of minutes. But defense is the real
1: thing? And I think Cody Zeller is probably a lot better defender in real life basketball than than Frank Kaminsky is.
0: Well, that is depressing, but probably true.
1: And that's going to get him the minutes, in my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong. I think Zeller's probably gonna get enough minutes that it hurts Frank's value pretty significantly.
0: I'm writing Frank until he uh, until he falls off, until Cody Zeller steals his thunder. No no problem
1: with that. If he's still getting thirty minutes, I'm I mean no problem owning him, but I just don't know that it's gonna last that much longer. I'll give it a week.
0: Mm-mm. All right. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, over on that. I think he, I think Frank Kamiski is still relevant. Two weeks from now. All right, it is a bet. We'll have to do a a, a no halftime matchup between Zeller and Frank Kaminsky.
1: All uh, right, a no halftime halftime.
0: That's the no halftime uh, better the better the evening. We need to draw for that too. No halftime, 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 like that. Uh, that was too sexual. Now, <laughs>
1: it, was, it was too central for you
0: yeah it's way too way too central of a halftime bet we'll have to we'll have to call our friends at no halftime to get get us some cooler drops
1: alright uh, I'll work on it for next time
0: alright do you have any uh, do you have any players in the are you for real segment
1: oh I have maybe the player who has been surprisingly very fantasy friendly um in about the last month And this is a guy who, he was number one overall pick in 2014. And everyone anointed him to be a great player. And he just really hadn't been that good for fantasy. But he finally seems to be turning the corner. And I want to know if you think he's for real. It's Andrew Wiggins.
0: Ooh, um, Andrew Wiggins. I like Andrew Wiggins. I don't love Andrew Wiggins, but I like Andrew Wiggins. Is he for real? Is he for real a top 20 player? Nah, I don't think that's real. Um, when you look at Andrew Wiggins uh, this season, he's definitely improved. He hasn't improved um, everywhere that he needs to to be an all-around fancy guy, but he's continuing to improve. He's obviously got talent. He was the first pick in the draft for a reason. He's only 22 years old. Minnesota's getting better. You yeah, got Carl Anthony Towns playing even better somehow. And Wiggins is following suit when you look at him he's shooting really really well he's shooting above his uh, career average over the last uh really or last two months he's been shooting over his career average he's been hitting free throws over his career average in the last two months and i'm i'm impressed with the um the amount of um i guess steals he's been getting as well his steals have gone way up over the last uh, month or two
1: And that's really where he needs to get to be a a true fantasy contributor. I mean, he's already got enough points. Um, He shoots pretty good percentages. um, But he needs some steals and some block production, right, to become a a top 20 or 30 fantasy player.
0: And he's finally been getting that
1: for about the last month.
0: He needs the intangibles. He needs to be a steal and a block guy. He's not going to be a full block guy. So he needs to be better than a steal guy. And uh, up until recently, he has not been better than a steal guy uh but lately he's he's approaching uh, over the last month he's approaching two steals a game and is that a fluke is that is that a small sample size yes that is a small sample size um one of the things i think i've talked about last year we we might even talked about this on a on another show that is uh not to be named that andrew wiggins usage can't get any higher last season he um played 35 minutes a game. Of course, Tom Thibodeau is saying, well, that's not enough. He's playing Wiggins 37 minutes a game this season. I, I, I don't know how you get any more production out of Andrew Wiggins. So if his shot's going to start going in all of a sudden, he's going to get steals, he's going to be hitting th- a few more threes a game, That's he's either improving as a player or it's kind of a fluke And I'm going to go with it's a bit of a fluke.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's a great point, too. He's never going to get any more minutes, so the only way for him to improve his production is to get better at things. Um, It's worth watching, I think. Uh, I'm kind of with you that it's a fluke so far, and since it's a small sample size. um, It's something I'm really going to be watching, though, as the season winds down here, because (laughs) I think we see this a lot every year. There are guys who produce something after the All-Star break, and it kind of goes unnoticed because it doesn't affect the full season stats that much. And then the next year they kind of carry that forward and continue producing it. So I'm definitely watching it for the next month, six weeks, whatever's left in the regular season here.
0: Yeah, this could be a potential, you know, a little bit of improvement, breakout, kind of the pressure's off. Um, And you're right, it always happens on teams that aren't on national TV that you're not seeing a lot of and uh, secretly, you know, a couple players get much better, and they carry it into the next year. Um, To me, it's kind of a toss-up, I think, for the rest of the year, whether uh, Wiggins is for real for the rest of the year. He's obviously a real fancy standard. He should be on in all standard leagues for sure. Um, If you got Wiggins on your team, though, and you're not in a dynasty league, uh, this might be a, a really good time to sell high on him. I would sell high. I think this is kind of a fluky thing. If you can get something really, really good for Wiggins on the way back because someone thinks he's great, um, I would I, I would make that trade. I would, uh, I would try to get something better back for Wiggins for down the stretch. Now, if I'm in a dynasty league, though, I'd rather take the chance that this is not a fluke. And he is improving, and he will be better next year. I'm with you on all that. How about those Timberwol- the Timberwolves? They're, they're playing pretty well right now.
1: Yeah, no, I mean they had a they had a real good last month. Um Carl Anthony Towns is finally showing out as that first, you know, kind of top 7, 8, 10 player, uh maybe even top 5 player that everyone thought he was going to be at the beginning of the season. Uh shot 60% in the month of February.
0: Um Yeah, almost- that's um that's silly good. He's been really out of his mind if you want to go look at the he's in the last two months in the last twenty eight games on averages nine cat he's actually ranked second overall in nine cat leagues. And and it's it's crazy that he's the big man that never gets
1: that much pub, right? Like he he may be the the best of the young big men and he never really gets in that conversation with Chris Stapps and Jokic and it's just crazy to me.
0: Well, I think when Anthony Davis heard, people would rather start a team around um, old Cat Daddy than AD. After one year, after one year where Anthony Davis hurt, Anthony Davis got pissed and came at, came at him this year. So uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, the current Anthony Towns versus Anthony Davis dynasty. I'm, I'm looking forward to this next dynasty Let's Let's get this LeBron out of here. Like I, I'm ready for all these other young players. We're going to look at like, here in like five years, you're going to be like, wow, man, Anthony Towns is, is really good. In five years, Anthony Towns is going to be 26 years old. It's amazing. There's so much so here, talent this Here's this.
1: Here's a question worth asking. You're in a dynasty league where there is relatively no penalty to keep a player. Um, if new league, you have the, you have the first pick who are you
0: picking? Uh, Giannis, for sure. Giannis is how just too damn good. Th- how many
1: players till you pick Towns?
0: And see, this is what this was. goes to show you how young some of these guys are, and you kind of forget. You kind of forget how young, young these guys are. Um, I think Giannis goes first because he's Giannis. I'm with you there, and he's. A He is older than Carl Anthony Towns, believe it or not, by like six months. Though, right? I mean, like, not not as close. Uh, I think you go
1: Anthony Davis number two. That's where that's where I'm at.
0: Um, and if you want to go Anthony Davis number one, and I see, I like this. I I think we should do, you know, heading into the end of the year, definitely do some previews of, of rankings for next year. Um, and I like this little dynasty uh, idea. Um, I w- Anthony Davis number one. I wouldn't. I couldn't argue if you, but it's Giannis, Anthony Davis. I think one, two. However you want to do it. And
1: then Towns, because I think I might go Towns too. I might go Kawhi
0: Leonard. Oh, now that's now, interesting. I'm a nine cat guy. I play across the board. If I'm not in a, if you're not in a nine cat roto league, I would go Towns. If you're in a nine cat roto league, though. Kawhi Leonard is 25 years old.
1: That's it. And, and I think some people, you know, make this mistake too that, like, they, they try to bet on a young guy a little too early in a league. Whereas, like, you could win the league now if you just bought a player who was going to be good for the next two or three years. You could win the league for two or three years. Yeah. Um, but that – but some people like you know, ooh, I want a young, sexy guy like Brandon Ingram. I'm like, Brandon Ingram isn't going to be anything for the next two or three years. So if you're picking him in the third round of your dynasty league, I think you're a little bit crazy. But
0: that's yeah, some, me. some people really love to get aggressive with like these like speculative picks. It's like, hey man, Dirk Nowitzki's still good, you know? Kimble Walker's still a great pick.
1: Well, Draymond just- Green's
0: still a great pick. Like. Chris Paul should probably be picked, you know, in the first round in a dynasty league still, because he's just that – Chris Paul will probably still be relevant for the next three to four years.
1: Well, what's crazy to me, it's like the contracts too in the NBA. Like if you pay a guy to be like a top 25 player right now and he's not a top 25 player, he's eventually got to be a top 25 player for that to work out. How many guys become a top 25 player? Like not that many.
0: Only 25, I think.
1: Well, but that's what I mean. But, like, even if you cycle through the years, like, of the top 25 players in the league, it's probably in the next five years only, like, 30 or 35 guys. Like, there's oh, yeah. not that much it's, turnover. It's right. not a huge
0: turnover. Not at all. Like, I, I would say the weirdest guy who's in the top 25 right now um, would be Otto Porter. Otto Porter came out of nowhere. But if you look at that top 25, and I bet – I mean, we, we could do a little analysis on this, but think about the guys – are any of these guys surprising to you in the top twenty-five? And I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, here's some some of the obvious ones. Is Demarcus Cousin in the top twenty-five? Is that a surprise? No, no. I mean, not John gone. Wall. No, Marcus no. Sewell. No. no, Marcus Sewell's always in the top twenty-five.
1: That's what I mean. Like it's every year. All there's George. like there's like a guy or two that sneak in, and a guy or two that leave, but it's relatively all the same guys.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people try to get real creative with their, you know, early second round picks, their late second round picks. And I don't know if you if you if you're not picking a guy with a track record of top 25 because like if you are kind of reaching, if you're in the second round and you picked Miles Turner, awesome, man. That's great. You you got value for your pick. But Miles Turner isn't a, shouldn't be a second round pick. The only time you get value for Miles Turner is when you pick him in the fifth round or the sixth round, and he becomes a second round player.
1: Yeah, and that's it. I mean, you want to you want every one of your picks to give you some value. If you pick him fiftieth, you want him to be a top thirty player. But you don't want to pick him thirtieth and then be the thirtieth player. Like, yeah, okay, you you got the guy, but you didn't get any value from that, really. Because someone's picking a guy at 50 who's a top 30 player, and then he's beating you.
0: Yeah, everybody uh, – there's always guys that no one pays attention to. Um, I think, you know, that's that's always a good list to have going into a draft. It's like no one cares about Marcin Gortat. Marcin Gortat um, ends up in the top 50 year in, year out.
1: Well, and, and... – a guy for your Bulls, Dwayne Wade. I mean he he's been a guy like that. Everyone gets scared off of him because oh he misses some
0: games and his knees. And his he's injuries. Pretty good. And he's always up there. He's always a starter. Um I Marcin Gortat ranked fiftieth this year on averages. Last year, thirty eighth. The year before that, forty sixth, the year before that, forty seventh. The guy's boring as all hell.
1: And he was going um, like in the seventies or eighties in some drafts
0: that I was top. in yeah top fifty guy if you're if you're in uh, a lot of drafts, even um you know expert drafts, people who I know who have played for years nobody cares about we're seeing or because he's not not sexy marquis chris he's not really <laughs> coll he's you know he's not really coll he's not a sexy he's not a sexy name some of these guys they they psych themselves out with these uh, these rookies these young guys and um you know in fact uh, what uh, Carl Anthony towns is a fluke. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the few rookies ever to be ranked at the top 100 after his rookie year.
1: Right. And he's one in a million, number one. Okay. N- not a million, but one in. Wow. A-
0: you, you love Carl Anthony Towns. It turns out.
1: Well, no, but one in mean, a million. he's one in what a hundred that actually pans out into the guy right away. And, Oh yeah. That, that never happens. That never happens.
0: You're I'm right, like, in fact it's one in a million. I thought you were kinda of like talking about like he's like the apple of your eye kind of <laughs> no, what, no no You said one in, a, he's one in a million. I was like, wow, you're really waxing on about Crown Two
1: No, in the sense that he panned out right away. And number Never two happens. number two, like okay, now people are gonna bet bigger on that, right? And oh so yeah, now, now it's on the radar. Right. And so now you're gonna see, I mean name a guy who's going to be the number one pick, whoever it is this year. And I know there's a lot of guys that get thrown around in that thing, so I'm not going to try to get into that. But whoever it is, like, and you doing a start-up Dynasty League next year, someone's going to be trying to pick this guy in the second or third round. Because, oh, he was the number one pick. Like, he can have
0: him. Yeah, if you want the Lorenzo ball, uh, if you want that guy, um, I actually think... And that's weird because it does seem like there's a bit of a trend that some of these rookies pan out a lot quicker than some of the older rookies. Um, You got Lonzo Ball uh, and you got um, uh, Markel Fultz and Josh Jackson. There's almost. Buyer beware. uh, Yeah, I I would almost say. Ball and Fultz might, maybe, might be top 100, maybe
1: but look at a guy like Andrew Wiggins, okay? If you started a, a Dynasty League in that year and you picked Wiggins in the thir- even in the third round, so he was like your, the 40th overall pick, let's say. Have you really gotten any value from that pick
0: to date? No. Three years? Over, that- the, la- over the last month is the first time you've ever been like, finally. Exactly. So you waited three years
1: <laughs> to finally get anything out of the guy. And I just don't really see – I mean, that's that's a more common thing that you see than the Carl Anthony Towns.
0: So if you would – Yeah, all, the, even but, Kevin Durant, you know, that was what everybody said. saying. Kevin Durant was rookie year. Not great.
1: So, I mean, if you want to stink for two or three years and let someone else win your league, go ahead. I'm going to try to win it right out of the gate and then keep trying to make my team a contender after that.
0: Uh, I just I want to tell everybody if you haven't seen the uh, uh, game break, go check out Taj Gibson's uh, three quarter shot uh, cross court shot. It's pretty at the end of the half of this uh, this Portland city game. I miss you, Taj Gibson.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, one more one more Timberwolves. I, I gotta gotta wax lyrical about.
0: All right, you love the Timberwolves. This is one of your. Was is, is this one of your teams of uh, who's going to be? uh one of the one of your more interesting teams.
1: Um it it should have been because they're they're pretty interesting right now. Um so it's worth mentioning that Ricky Rubio became Ricky Rubio again, right?
0: I think so. Ricky Rubio kind of um disappeared off a lot of radars and um <clears throat> he's back to his double digit assists and his uh two you know around two steals, two plus steals a game, which is exactly what you want from Ricky Rubio. Um, those, those are elite steals and elite, elite assists that are hard to come by.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, in the last month, the rebounds have been pretty decent. He's gotten up to 12 points. Like, he's actually been really good um, along with the, uh, the other two in the last month. And so if you bought low on Ricky Rubio at the beginning of the season, uh, good on you because you ended up being right. And it brings up another point that I think a lot of fantasy owners make the mistake of in not trying to do things like that. Like, this was a guy who had a a track record that was pretty lengthy of being what he was. And so if you needed what he was, you should have bought him for 50, 60, 70 cents on the dollar. And now you're laughing.
0: Do you think Ricky Rubio is for real for the rest of the year? Do you think this is who he's going to be for the rest of the year? Do you see him trending up, trending down? Um, He's trending up right now. I think that whole team is trending up a little
1: bit. Um, they whaled the jazz, uh, last night. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, he is what he is in the sense that he's never going to shoot a good field goal percentage. He just isn't a good shooter. Um, but I think he can make like not quite a three a game, like 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8 threes a game. Um, give you 10 assists, give you two steals a game, pretty close, give you like 10 or 11 points a game. And that's worth it in, in any league.
0: Yeah, he had a rough, uh, a real rough patch there at the end of uh, December. Um, pretty bad slump, and he didn't start off the year that great either. But, um, yeah, you're right in the fact that you should know who he is by now. And when you look at his averages from this year compared to last year and the year before that, they're om- almost almost the same, almost incredibly similar. In fact, somehow he's shooting better than usual. Um, this should his performance should not be a surprise. Whether he slumps or gets hot, he's kind of a, a little bit up and down. But he's always going to be around that 50-60 uh, uh, ranked player in the league.
1: And and Mark made this point when he was on, and it, is, it, is, it always comes back to this kind of, and it always seems to be true, is if you look at a player like per minute, he's usually the exact same player no matter what his situation is. And obviously, I mean, some players grow, and, and that's a thing when they're young. But when you have a track record of a guy like four or five years, like Ricky Rubio, he's going to keep coming back to the exact same thing he was. And so, as soon as he slumps, that's when you try to buy.
0: Yep, I think that's a good move. A um, little um, update on Ricky Rubio's age. He's only 26. When not you think he would be older than that? Seems like he's been around for a long time.
1: Well, he was, like, playing with the Spanish national team, like, in, in those big games, like, when he was, like, 17, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, that's absolutely wild to me. And it's uh, it's too bad that no one ever taught him how to shoot. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, the guy's a millionaire. You can't hire a shooting coach, man. Well, and he's got some, like, wild
1: just passing ability and just, I mean, he's a real fun player to watch. And if he could shoot, he would be maybe one of my favorite players in the league.
0: Yeah, he's a fun player to watch when he's not on your team. Because if he was on your team, you'd be like, "Why? No, oh my god, why are you shooting? Oh, great, no one's guarding him. It's it's like having a, a much better Rondo. You're like, why is he shooting? Even on the court, of course, no one's guarding him, and they just play. they let him? They let him walk? You know, walk it right into the basket. But Ricky Rubio makes them, you know, do something. Rajon Rondo runs into the basket, and everybody jumps into the passing lane, and he. Just gives it right, the ball right away. Just gives it away. He
1: just hands the ball to the other he's, team here. He's you go, never this is yours.
0: ever looking for his own shot. So, um, can't wait to get rid of Rajon Rondo. What are you gonna do when the Bulls
1: like win a playoff series and then sign him for like four years?
0: Oh, uh, some I'm gonna get rid of my season tickets. Is what I'm gonna do. <laughs>
1: I thought you were gonna say you're just gonna disown the Bulls. I'm just gonna disown the
0: Bulls. I when know, we come
1: I'm, with someone else fan.
0: I'm gonna hit Ridesdorf for it hurts in the in that season ticket money.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure the waiting list is long.
0: Um, it took me about three years, I think, and that was um, before. I think that was like Rose's rookie year, so everybody was getting pretty hyped. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a long waiting list. That place sells out no matter what. So I think that's it for our new segment. Is he for real?
1: Uh, you don't got anyone else you want to you want to ask me about?
0: Hmm. Oh, you know what? I feel like there might be someone. Oh, but... in the
1: in the recesses of your mind, there might be someone.
0: Hmm. Who 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 am I forgetting?
1: No, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Etuan something... is Etan Moore for real? Etan Moore is not a real player.
0: He's not even a person.
1: That's not a real man.
0: Is um, Tim Fraser for real? No. Fra-
1: Tom Fraser? That's not a real person. Tom either.
0: Frazier, not a person. <laughs> is um, Steve McDermott, is he for real? <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's going to be interesting to see with this Pelicans team is if they keep the Marcus Cousins, like what they put around those two. Because everyone seems to think Drew Holiday is going to leave. And so it will be interesting to see if they can put any pieces around them to actually make a winning team.
0: I think it'll be real interesting. I don't think uh, I don't think Boogie's going to stay. I think Boogie will go to the highest bidder, uh, and there's going to be a lot of, a lot of bidders for Boogie Cousins and man. Well, he can make
1: he- a ton more money with them now, right?
0: Like yeah, I they are the so. highest bidder right now, right? I don't think it's as much as he could have made with Sacramento. I don't know. I don't know all the rules no, of the c b a but he's got to he
1: sign it this year. He becomes a free agent not after this year, but after next year, right? But if he signs like, the deal before this year, he gets two hundred million.
0: Yeah, he can be like a super. He's like a super. Yeah. Player but, or something like this, like a super contract.
1: Mm-hmm. Whereas, like if he goes out in the open market, I'm not exactly sure what the number is, but it's way less than that's like a hundred and forty eight or something like that million
0: so he can literally i, I think like, it was a really smart move on the pelicans to, uh, a uh, a franchise who probably doesn't attract uh too many big free agents or probably couldn't attract too many free agents to take that risk of like hey if you if he doesn't sign and he walks we we just gave something for nothing but they literally gave nothing for him right so uh well, it
1: work out. he was a great bet too because he's <laughs> that basically his hometown team. He's not exactly from New Orleans, but he's from uh, like Alabama, which is, I
0: mean, the closest. He went team to, He went to LSU, right? Where do you uh, go to school? I don't know anything.
1: I am. I am always bad at where the guy played in college.
0: Um, he uh, played for. in my Phil knows where everyone went to college. Like he every plays single for Kentucky. Semester. Yeah. No. Oh, right, was... why LSU? He's, he's from played. Alabama. That's what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I say I don't remember him playing for LSU, but I I thought of course maybe he I went to Kentucky. Home,
0: so
1: I, I wasn't going to speak out of turn.
0: How did I not remember that? Him and John Wall beating up in 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 uh, Washington. That'd yeah, be nice. that's right.
1: Anyway, whatever.
0: Go. All right, yeah. I think we waxed on too long about the uh, the regular NBA. This is so. Uh, is there anything else interesting out there? I think we kind of covered what was going on this week.
1: No, man, I don't, I don't got anything else. Um, did you, did you want to do your newest of the new segments?
0: Well, I think we're uh, – I'll say that for next time. I'll actually put out – so all the listeners out there, all uh, – 100,000 of you, which is the last – I, I might have missed a, a decimal, but that's the last time I checked of 100,000 listeners. All right. Um, I could be wrong. We're, trying to, we're going to do a new segment, and uh, we need your help on this one. And so you can find me on Twitter at WatchTheBoxes. And, Tyler, what's your Twitter uh, handle? Um, at Watsy
1: 4444 four, four. my last name with a Y,
0: four number fours. So find us on Twitter because we need your help for this segment. And this segment is called What Just Happened in My League? And that's where we're going to take real-life examples for people's leagues and this could be anything. Some guy picked up a stupid guy. Uh, someone made a bad trade. Someone made a good trade. Someone made a trade. You don't even know. I mean, you are not really sure what happened. Um, you have a, somebody who is, for some reason, tanking. You have somebody who's going all in on free throw percentage. Who knows? There's a lot of weird shit out there. And uh, we want to take your example. So tweet at either one of us. And uh, we will break down what just happened in your league. Uh, try to get, get some real-life examples for, for all the listeners.
1: And everybody look forward to the drop because I've already got it in mind. It's got a sweet oh. card that goes with it. It's oh. going to be great. Everyone look forward to that.
0: I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that for, for the most, I think.
1: <laughs> so it's going to be a great segment. Hit us up on Twitter. Find us. Give us what happened in
0: your league. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. And I think, you know, uh, the hard part about giving fantasy advice, and we've said this before, the hard part about getting fantasy advice is that it really is super specific to what the makeup of your league is. And so hopefully some of these real-life scenarios will help other people kind of uh, apply that to their league. Um, It's never perfect. It can't be perfect. You almost need, like, a personal consultant, which um, I'm not going to speak for Tyler. I would happily be... Be a personal fancy basketball consultant for anyone for a small fee. Um, feel free to DM me on that. Um, but yeah, like I think that's um, I think that will help people. I don't know, Tyler. We'll find out. I am looking forward to it either way. Perfect. So that's uh, that's it for this evening. Uh, that's all I got. If you like what you hear on this show, please rate us interview us on whatever application you are listening to this podcast on. Go out there right now. Uh, reviews really, really help us uh, in the rankings and help other people find podcasts, and that, that helps us. And yeah, check out no halftime. Come on, check them out. Yeah, They're pretty Go to cool. no halftime. Use the promo code boxes. Uh, that also helps us out. We really appreciate that. And what we appreciate Let's most is tell one. tell a friend, tell a friend about, it. tell a friend about podcast. Tell them to use no halftime and go against them and on your no know, halftime uh, with the promo code boxes. All those things help us out, and um, even just tweet at us. It makes us feel better. That's all we really want, right? That's it. I just want to feel good. Everybody just wants to feel good out there. So I think we've waxed on too long. Tyler, I will see you next week.
1: Uh, all right. Have a good one, Mike.
0: Thanks for joining me, man. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.